0: my name on the back of my bed believe there's a god to save me from hell and dirt roads are made for country boys like me they took her baby don't believe in politically correct she had her baby if you want a piece of me
1: cps taka
0: better have a set a rifle and a four-wheel drive is all i need okay let's get me a rhythm
2: January. going to let him bleed today. He's going into shock. And it's
1: good for you. Take your Taramax today.
0: President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones. Descending from the sky. That's the most deal. I would never
1: let my kids read Chronicle SGO. I said And
0: I'll say it right to the camera, stop it. It's <laughs> <please. Rockin'> <laughs> And, uh, you want to do this right now?
3: I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get this Taramax out. we are going to live a clean
2: life. Yes, i go into to a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to hate radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host,
3: Hate Sir. Hello and welcome to a hateful new episode of internet chronicle hate radio radio hate is not just another radio podcast it's also the source of a great many of the world's troubles i'm hate sec uh we'll get into what those troubles exactly are as the show goes on but no we're good people we're not um we're not harmful toxic people i say we uh tonight i'm speaking of course for myself and uh Kilgore. Kilgore likes to say, speak for yourself, because I'll say these large, uh, sweeping statements that, um, that don't apply to him. And rather than going along with it, he'll, um, he'll put his foot down and let me know where he stands pretty quick. And um, that's the source of a, of a great many um, tensions and uh, laughs, but no, we're good people. We're not, like, harmful or, like, toxic motherfuckers. Like, um, I don't know. I was watching... Like, everybody's got a hard-on for Joe Rogan right now. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But they're paying a lot of attention to what he does or doesn't do. And it was very important to people that he not go on Alex Jones' program. Because they're, like, friends. They go, they go way back. I was watching... Uh, This is really boring shit. I was watching um, Joe Rogan's... One of his early stand-ups, or or maybe from the 2000s or something. And um, Alex Jones was in the intro, like, doing the song. And so I realized that, you know, they're obviously close friends. And uh, everybody just really... Like, it matters, right? It matters that Joe Rogan goes on that show. uh, On uh, Infowars.com, which is now called... So Alex Jones does a show called Infowars.com, which he's done for the last however long everybody knows. But then I was uh, I was watching this thing where Joe Rogan went on the other day, and there's uh, NewsWars.com, I guess because fake news and real news, and so the news is going back and forth. You know, Uh, this is how this is Alex Jones's worldview: is that there's a thing. You know, called News Wars, and uh, and he's on the front lines of it as they deplatform him left and right. Um, interesting, you know, to think about him getting deplatformed. The closest we ever got to being deplatformed was uh, uh, iTunes um, censored one of the words and one of the show titles. It was like one of our first shows that iTunes ever even received. From the Internet Chronicle, and um, uh, it was it was for the State of the Union address that Trump just did. We've only been on iTunes for a little while, and um, the title of the show was "Hate of the Union," and uh, and so the show title on iTunes is "Of the Union" because I guess they automatically just delete the word "hate," but it's arbitrary. Uh, there's another show title, hate something, and um, and they're cool with it. But I have a feeling that the name of the show, Hate Radio, might have something to do with the fact that like uh, our ratings are hidden. Like they say that there's not enough ratings, but I'm looking at the downloads and like we get so many downloads. How could there not be ratings to match? But I don't give a fuck. I'm not like Alex Jones, uh, gonna t- sit here. And go into all the ways that people are conspiring against me. That's also a very Barrett Brown thing to do. Now that I think about it, that's uh, this is very funny. This is a funny, funny comedy show right now. But I was watching Alex Jones, and it, and I was, you know, I was wondering because he he's being so careful and tame on his own show, and yet he goes on Joe Rogan and acts like a maniac, right? He goes into a restaurant and acts like a maniac, but on his own show. He's like, tame, I, I think because he looks around the room and he sees people uh, with careers. And they're like, yeah, Alex, keep saying and doing the crazy shit, whatever, man. Just, we need fucking jobs over here, okay? <laughs> so maybe not as much screaming about the gay frogs or whatever, um, human-animal hybrids, but they will go into that. And But I was thinking... Because he's so constrained and he's got these radical extremist uh, uh, following and they're looking to him for the message that he like brought him up on, right? And um, I I used to know this old Alex Jones couple and they would grab me by the shirt sleeve and be like, do you know what's going on in this country? And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. Not like that. Not like you know. (laughs) You no, know? <laughs> because I can guarantee you whatever it is that you're thinking right now, I don't know it like the way you do. I I get that lost, far away look in their eyes. Fucking, do you know? And I'm like, I don't know, man. You're wearing an Infowars.com uh, uh, bracelet. You know, it's on your Doomsday Prepper Jeep. Um, they gave me a, doc- a so-called documentary um to give out to people just to trade it around and spread the truth and it was just some crap from it probably came with a a silver lung in the mail that they ordered from uh from the alex jones podcast but i was wondering are so are there things that this fringe audience of his uh, uh wants to hear but they're not hearing from him because there's, there's got to be some stuff out there, right? Like, I remember watching uh, The Daily Show in 2007 and um, 2006 and being disappointed in Jon Stewart that he was not, you know, that it was more about entertainment and uh, making everybody happy than it was about um, challenging the status quo because even though it was a hilarious show, and all that stuff like I I wanted to see more than just Republicans and Democrats when I was in college. And I still do. But uh, I remember being disappointed and um, homeboy for that. And I'm not trying to say anything except that uh, there must be people that that equally exist that feel the same way about their beloved Alex Jones. That when, when he's keeping it cool, right, and he's just talking about um, – sorry for blowing into the microphone – but he'll just be talking about legislation or something, you know, something really tame and boring and not otherworldly, not Sasquatch getting abducted by UFOs or something. And, uh, and, I, and I think his listeners are probably listening to him like, dude, enough with the, you know, with the crowd pleasing shit. You know, get back to the human animal hybrids. Did you see a pig person? What happened when you met the fucking pig person? You mentioned it three hours ago and it hasn't come up since. But, uh, you know, Terramax. Now, it is a game changer. I want to, uh, I want to talk to the critical Alex Jones listeners out there. So if you're an Alex, if you really listen to this guy, like, I don't know. I feel like even though I watched him, I didn't listen to him. You know what I'm saying? I would like to talk to somebody that, um, who actually believes that shit. And, uh,. Because I hear that they're out there, you know. We made this website making fun of people like that, um, with with very little regard for the reality that uh, there are people out there living like that. I mean, there are people with uncles and fucking grandparents and stuff that they're like, yeah, yeah. He just he's up there um, hoarding materials. He's he's built about you know eight feet down into the earth now. He continues to tunnel each year we go visit him he's a little deeper into the earth and he's got more checks mix or whatever he keeps in a can uh, safe full of guns more guns than the whole family could hold in their arms and run with the, I mean those people are out there you know, they might be an embarrassment to you or whatever but they're also they're fascinating examples of how very wrong. Um, education. This is funny, man. This is such a funny episode. Uh, This is a good chance to talk about Terramax, a total game changer in uh, human development. Uh, It now comes in easy-to-use packets. You just mix these in. This comes with a warning. It's very strong. It lasts 14 hours. It's called Terramax because it takes you to maximum terror, okay? Take a half pack if it's just your first time because, folks... This drug is a game changer. No, Alex Jones talks like a like a dad now, like a like like a dad at the ball game. You ever you ever have to go to a fucking ball game where there's a bunch of little kids playing and you actually get exposed to dumb people that have kids and and they'll have like a skull in their mouth and their lip is hanging all low like a, like an African tribesman will have that puck in there and uh, and and they're kind of looking at you but they're kind of not and their eyes are glassy from Percocets or whatever and they've got that that Percocet drawl in their voice and and you know they've been that that gravelly painkiller voice that people get like Alex Jones has that voice right now it's just got that painkiller slur like he's been grooving on Percocets for the last 4 years since he hurt his back you know and now he's at the ball game On disability. And you meet him for the first time. And he's talking about. Hey man you seen these human animal hybrids. Like what? Would you read that? Like what fucking Yahoo group. Is still talking about. Human animal hybrids. And what they did at Bohemian Grove. Are they talking about this on IRC. I wonder. I want those IRCs. That's probably a bygone era right. Where people are actually talking about IRC. Because it occurred to me. I was playing Final Fantasy 14. Oh, I want to mention Final Fantasy 14 celebrating Transgender Day today. Uh, cross-dressing users of the MMORPG, Final Fantasy XIV celebrated Transgender Day across the game. Uh, the entire player base celebrated. Uh, I was playing Final Fantasy 14, and I was fascinated by the fact that there's a little chat room in front of me at every dungeon where I go to, and everywhere where I happen to be partied up with people, and I'm like, this is amazing, that you can just, you can just talk to these fucking people, anytime you want, whoever the hell they might be, like, hey, you're all in a dungeon together, it creates this fucking chat room, just talk to the people, right, so I try to talk to them, and I wonder why they don't talk as much now as they used to, when the medium was new, and World of Warcraft was fresh, and you would catch people, fishing or cutting down trees or something and actually having conversations. So where are you from? And so on. And that was because, I mean, that was before really cell phones. That was before the iPhone, the first iPhone, right? That was before chatting with people was something that like anybody could do anywhere at any time. And there was still some novelty of having a chat room. Uh, That's gone. And I think IRC is kind of uh there too because yeah people still use it people still log into it but um, it's not the place right where you you go to talk to people like the new place now where you go to talk to new people would be what like a dating site I don't know it's just so uh, where the fuck do you talk to new people online Omegle how many dicks can you can you see before you finally see somebody's normal face on Omegle, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa! I just been looking at a blur of dicks. I thought you were gonna be another dick, and you're like a face. You're just some regular dude in Baghdad or something, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. What are you doing?" I'm like, "No, no. I, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I've been there's been a blur of dicks across my screen now for the last thirty minutes, and uh." And I'm supposed to just, like, have a normal conversation with you now? Like, that didn't just happen? What the fuck are you doing here? You know? Was that not your experience of the site? Were you talking to interesting conversation partners the whole time? And I'm the only one seeing dicks? I I ended up talking to this guy for, like, 45 minutes. I found out his whole life story. Apparently, in Baghdad, there's a roving... Um, just mobs of fucking assholes like the mob is out there now you know um and they sh- they were shaking his dad down for money on the regular uh, they were involved with the taliban and stuff i'm like dude that's a fucking crazy story man that's fucking fascinating and then i was automatically disconnected and it just showed me another bunch of dicks in a row and like while I'm, while this guy's story is setting in i'm like god damn they just shook his dad down for money today. And, and then it's just like a big, shiny, black cock. Somebody pumping it furiously on the screen. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking, God, I hope that guy's... I hope they don't execute that guy's dad because he was really mouthy with them, too. Like, he was talking shit. They, they came by pressing him for money. We're going to take your house. You know, give us $10,000. And he's like, oh, man, I live here. Go fuck yourself. That's a crazy fucking story. So it was all sinking in and just more dicks and getting stuffed in my face. It was, uh yeah, man, that's, that's the internet now. Why talk in a chat room, dude? Why, why waste your fucking fingertips typing into the, the chat? When uh, you just, anytime you want somebody to see your dick or your pussy or whatever, you just go on a site that makes it happen. You can even get paid to do it. And all that stuff is free, by the way. Alex Jones has the painkiller slur. Well, goddamn, dude! I think um, we have burned through like all the material here in a very short time. It hasn't even been 20 minutes yet. Let's see what I wanted to do. Uh, I was I was looking at this video earlier, and I did I didn't have time to watch it earlier, so I thought I might just bring it up on the show. I was watching. Uh, I was watching The Cure. I, I just started getting into The Cure. I have a friend who got me into The Cure. And uh, and apparently, very recently, um, Robert Smith, uh, Simon Gallup, like all the dudes from The Cure, uh, went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it was fucking amazing. So, like, right as I'm starting to see... Uh, finally, what's so good about The Cure? I, I see that they're in the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame, and I, st- I tried to watch the video, and it's this really annoying cunt uh, doing the interview. And it, it's just, a, it's almost unlistenable. But so I just rewound it, and I, and I thought we could revisit it on tonight's episode of Hate Radio. If you're looking for something to hate, it starts with this chick's annoying voice. She's trying to welcome the cure. Hey, how
4: are you? I'm Carrie. It's so nice to meet you. Hi.
3: The fake fucking enthusiasm. God. And and you can already see the thousand-yard stare on, uh, on their front man's face as he's like, oh my God. I've just been customer service accosted by this lady and now I'm on a camera and I have to pretend like like, what she's doing is good
1: or helpful.
4: Congratulations, the Cure Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees 2019. Are you as excited as I am?
1: Um, by the sounds of it, no. <laughs> oh, my God,
3: dude. He just, so he, he, he fucking, is, she's standing there in this shiny gold suit. And now she is making a face like, oh, my God. He just, you know. He just slapped her in the face with, uh, with a little reality. That dude has been on tour, for who the fuck knows how long, right? Changing the sound of music, and all this shit. And he shows up, and there's this gold lady, giving him the cheerleader customer service thing.
1: No, what are we gonna do? Um, I'm sure we'll get there eventually. It's a bit early, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I guess. It, I guess it is. Maybe we just need a few drinks.
1: God <laughs>
4: Is there anything special about this night for you? Is is this something that you've ever thought about? Is this something that you've He's getting inducted
3: wanted? into the Hall of Fame.
1: Um, this is where part of my brain saying, come on, say the right thing. Um- it, it, we're very happy to be here, but it's not really something that's in, in a bigger plan or anything. It's a bit of a surprise, to be honest, you know, because been, we've been eligible for a long time, so it's very nice to finally make it there. Yeah.
4: Well, it's not a surprise to me because I've been a Cure fan, like, since birth, and so I have to thank you on behalf of oh all the fans. Oh, my God, that, um, dude. You guys pretty much changed everything. Yeah,
3: he's making a face because it it's kind of saying, like, yeah, you guys are so fucking old that you're not relevant to me, but she knows she has to say something, so she's just, uh she lies to them
4: i think you changed the game he, he The can first tell time i ever got to hear it like the, that very first guitar tone was like oh my god she won't name but the song nothing ever sounded like this and nothing will ever sound like this again
1: subsumed into the rock and roll hall of fame despite all our best attempts you just can't win can you
4: you win in my book <laughs> is there anybody that has been inducted already that inspired you in any way
1: Um, There. yeah, off the top of my head, I can't really think of that. Uh, maybe
3: the whole fucking library of rock and roll, dude, who, who, everybody that ever was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would be, you know, now you're, you're in there class
1: many but um bowie obviously is the main person for me Is the biggest inspiration for me personally but for the band there's a lot of people yeah i mean we've listened to a lot of people we've been inspired by a lot of people there are obviously a lot of people that aren't in that i think should be but we will not go down that road either it's like um but yeah overall it's like it's um yeah it's nice to be involved with something that a lot of our older heroes everybody's just standing around
4: sure. now, zoned I'm, out i don't know if we're they're, they're allowed to a... know or whatever but are you guys going to be performing this evening
1: why aren't you allowed to know? Yeah. I we, don't know? Yeah, we are. Yes.
4: Yes! Okay, so can I, <laughs> yeah, I guess, just sit on here. the head of your guitar? Can I just sit there and live there while you're playing? Oh, my uh, God. that might
1: be a bit tricky, but yeah, <laughs> maybe not during the show. I put your I'm guitar down, on my pussy. Okay,
4: this is going to make me very, very happy. Have you guys had, like, a. Can you remember any wonderful holy shit moments that you've had in your career?
1: Ho- what does holy shit moment mean?
4: Like something super memorable that was oh, right. out of the ordinary, awesome, or
1: millions yeah i mean pretty much every time you get on stage you have that feeling yeah the girl
3: is starting to crumble so her she's now she's slouching but she's doing the girl slouch where her midsection goes out and her back is like shaped like a question mark you know and uh she looks very small she her one arm is folded under the other so her insecurity is really beginning to show itself as this uh, interview. It's so stiff and awkward, and you can see it on her face. If she wasn't wearing an inch of foundation, dude, she would be. She she would be exactly as shiny as that fucking it, suit. So
1: um, yeah, I mean, I think as a band, it's that but the performance side of it is really there—the memorable moments, but creating things, you know, like in the studio and doing stuff like that, that's memorable in the longer term. I suppose that's the thing that when, as you get really old, you kind of look back on and think that's what we did. So, yeah, I mean, all of it's a great thing to do, you know, it's like, yeah.
4: This is all kind of a big deal. Do you think that there will, when you get up there, that it's going to hit you a little bit harder? All of a sudden, this is, you're like, you're here with a lot of legends.
1: Um... I know that. I know that. Well, it doesn't. Really, I don't really think like that. But it's just. It, it's nice to be part of it. But I don't think that I'll get up there and think. You know, I'll burst into tears. Who knows? Maybe I might. I think I'm going to. I finally, crack and become <laughs> human. Yeah, yeah.
4: We do have a fan question. Nick from um, Illinois wants to know what is roughly the songwriting process used to create a cure-sounding song. How do you do it?
3: Oh, dude. Terrible question from Nick from Illinois, and in the video where I have it paused, I can see him making a face like, ugh. Ugh. Dude, it's like you pulled these people in front of a camera and you're like, "All right, now wear this wet t-shirt and we're just going to start throwing water on you. And and we're going to see your old saggy tits and we're going to treat you like modern 2019 customer service Family friendly TV. You can see HBO behind them, Citibank. You know, the whole thing is just, it's just gross. And she, and she's coming at them with these like, what's it like to be a celebrity questions? How did you do that thing that made you a celebrity? You know, when you wrote the Cure albums that came out before I was fucking born. What was that like? And he's making a face like, ugh. That's the face you make when when you you've heard that question a thousand. They had somebody send in a question that was that w- because they couldn't think of something worse for this chick to say. They had to source it to Nick from fucking Illinois. What's he? How is he going to respond to this? Uh,
1: it, it's never the, the same. It, it generally is like we all. Um... Oh the on that thin ice here, aren't I? No, we? No. do. You <laughs> sprinkle some fairy
4: dust on it. <laughs> we
1: we kind of um we pr- we play demos to each other, uh, and then we you know we haven't done it for ten years. We've actually just done done a new thing this year for the first time in ten years. So it's kind of um that's why I'm a bit hazy about how we're supposed to do it. This time around, we just um get together and we just uh, play stuff in the studio, and whatever sounds good, that's what we'll do. So it's like. And and then he's being such a good so sport about I it. I Kind of have an idea of what I want to sing about when we record, and then I kind of turn it into a song.
4: Now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but has it's really a 30th anniversary of Disintegration, is that right?
1: Yes, it's our 30th it's f- anniversary. Again, you're very yeah, fucking old, right? 30th anniversary of Disintegration this year, yeah.
4: That's amazing. And you guys are going out for that?
1: Um, we're going to be playing some shows um, at the Vivid Festival in Sydney, in Australia, just to commemorate it. And probably, to be honest, we'll probably do it here a bit later in the year as well.
4: Good. And then you have a new album.
1: Yes, so we'll also be playing new songs as well later in the year. So.
4: First one in 11 years? Is that right?
1: Um, 10, I think. 10. What
4: yeah. took so long? What happened? What
1: happened? Life well, i intervened.
4: She's <laughs> so laughing one, at ourselves. Is, is this one special in any way?
1: This will be the best thing we've ever done, by a long way.
4: <laughs> That's all we wanted yeah. to hear, obviously.
1: Yeah.
4: Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. That's Congratulations fine. on being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Very I'm hard. very, very proud of you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my God,
3: dude he was slouched over like he was in trouble man and he and like the teacher was fucking just dressing him down like he's tired dude how many different ways are you gonna say wow you're pretty fucking old now and and you're finally in the hall of fame wow oh my god this is such a big deal this is such a big fucking deal right now you don't even know You don't even know. When I sent this out to my fucking Instagram, it blew up, okay? So this is... I'm telling you guys, like you don't even know. What's it been? 30 years since you did something good? That's a long time. You look tired. You look very old. You look like an old fucking rock star who's seen some shit and done some shit. And I'm coming at you with the, uh, while bill killed <laughs> where am I going with that while Bill is uh, talking to me on um, what do you call this steam I uh, asked him to uh, give us a call at um, radio hate man this is um, this is a this is a good one so anyway oh here he comes. Hello, Kilgore. Welcome to Radio Hate. How you Hello.
2: doing? How's it going?
3: Hey, great, man. How about you?
2: I was just going to complain.
3: Well, the listeners and I, what a pleasant surprise this is to suddenly have you on the broadcast.
2: Now, what part of the broadcast am I in? you got to orient me here. Well, we've, uh, we just watched a video
3: where, uh, first of all, we talked about I, I can't remember. We've done it for about 30 minutes now. Mm-hmm. Myself and the listeners have been working hard on this fucking uh, radio program. And uh, we were watching a video of The Cure being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's fucking embarrassing. Because you know, there's this bubbly like Hollywood TMZ type of reporter where everything is celebrity and glitz and all the stars are here and isn't this a big fucking deal for me? You know, it's all about her in a way. She's laughing at her own jokes and shit. And Robert Smith looks tired, dude. And he's and he's like slouching. Here, I'll send you the uh, video.
2: How old is he by now? He must be past the, over it, the hump, right? 60s, right? Probably, yeah. Well, I mean course he's tired
3: yeah oh yeah yeah dude and she keeps referring to it like how long's it been can you believe it's been 30 years since uh uh, i'm not sure i want to watch this oh man just look at his face throughout the thing it's
2: this is 10 minutes (laughs) long i can't watch this uh uh,
3: just skip around and look at the dude's face it's it's you can see that he's in pain you don't even you don't want to hear the girl Uh, because she's going to ruin your day. She's got that voice that when I hear that voice, I just shut down. Nope, I don't want it. Sorry. Nothing. Got nothing. Leave me alone. You go be in that world where you can talk like that. Thankfully, uh, Wild Bill Kilgore and I don't have to live in that customer service hellscape world. Wild Bill... And I dodged a bullet there, uh, operating the Chronicle.su dot for big shot publishers at a what comedy What bullet
2: did we dodge? What bullet did we dodge there?
3: The uh, the uh, customer service.
2: Oh right, right. End game. Yeah right. Yeah well, you think so?
3: Living in cubicles. Well, I was thinking that um, when we upgrade the offices, that we should maybe install cubicles,
2: and. Uh, no, we have open office layout. It's uh, Silicon Valley streamlining. Everybody loves it, and uh, we also only use apples.
3: There's not even uh, a back or or a sides to your desk, so people can see right under the fucking desk what you're doing.
2: They just work, man. Apples just work.
3: You better sit there. Your legs are either crossed or you're tapping your foot or something.
2: But. Mm-hmm. We're going to the mega church too. That we have the mega church guy coming in to talk to the office on Sundays. Yep, he gives mandatory office church meetings. This is the God that
3: cares about your fourth quarter earnings. Now, how this is a God that understands what it means to make a good pot of coffee. Am I right, fellas? Where do you store your data? In the cloud. God would like that. God would use the cloud. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well you know That's where that's what God is Is the cloud right That's kind of the idea You just throw it up there
3: The cloud is such a pretty word for servers
2: Uh huh It, our it makes it sound really Like something good you know
3: Like it's all networked together And some magical Decentralized type of Feel to it Yeah
2: and no, you can't just go up Into the clouds you know
3: no, where's your data live? It's not just bits, kicking around here and there, that materialize out of the cloud. Which would be cool. That'd be a cool way of organizing data if there was some way to do that. Maybe on a quantum level, right? Yeah. Where you can just snatch the bits from here and there and materialize the thing. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Ducks, The Cure, and that that curl. Was the opposite of the energy of the Cure, and like what their, you know, where their strengths are. She needed to be somebody with like tattoos all over her arms and fucking studs, like embedded in her skin and shit. Like the type of person that grew up with the Cure. At one point, she even makes a she makes the statement that um, she was born well after they were even popular and and the guy's like all right yeah i get it we're fucking old and then she goes can you believe it's been 30 years though since your your really big project came out and they're like my god dude you know they're being inducted into the hall of fame it's like she's sending them off i guess the next thing you do will be to fucking die huh is this is big for you
2: Well, the Internet Chronicle is having an (laughs) award ceremony uh, this Thursday. And we'll be um, hosting a a, uh, glitzy gala for the uh, elite of the Internet trolling subculture. And we'll have a ditzy blonde girl giving out trophies. Um, And, of course, you're not invited. And none of you are invited. No. No.
3: but that girl is, she can um, come. But I get to do the calling. She, none of this is her calling. standing out or whatever she's doing the interview.
2: No, she's doing all the interviews and everything, and you're going to be just standing there, just like fuming, just like the Cure was standing there. <laughs> You'll just be standing there awkwardly, and just kind of looking around and you know wondering what the point is.
3: And um, You know, every producer was standing around her with that same scowl, like, get through this. What the fuck are you doing?
2: And I'll be right there. Like, um, you remember that? You saw that clip with Jim Carrey talking to that blonde girl at another um, uh, similar event. Um, oh, yeah,
3: yeah. She kept wanting to take it back to, you know, something funny. Like, talk about Yes Man. And he was saying, hey, you know, about how we're not people or something.
2: He just says, um, this uh, doesn't matter at all. The most bizarre red carpet interview of all time, according to AOL. Um,
3: And he'll say stuff like, you know, none of this is real. So
2: what, what is the yes man? He wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could come to and join, which was the only reason he decided to. Attend the star-studded party to begin with, and there's a video of him here on AOL.com. We'll link it to you, listeners. Link it to me. Link it to me.
3: We'll fucking uh, we'll make sure that you click it too. We'll we'll check the metadata, and uh, we know
2: who's been reading. There's no meaning to any of this. He wanted to come to the most meaningless event. You can see him um, kind of freaking her out a little bit. She's rolling her eyes, tilting her head. Oh, this is Jim Carrey.
3: He's on the attack. He said, I wanted to find something meaningless. I came out here with was
2: meaninglessness. He's got this kind of simmering hostility just boiling over the edges. And it's like this... um, Chick who's just there to do these interviews, is getting the business. Just like you've always wanted, like, <laughs> just like you've. From Jim
3: Carrey, I, I heard that it was useless here. I came to uh, where I heard it would be most useless. And she's and she's like, uh, we're we're real people. We're all people. He goes, no, none of this is real. I'm not even real. I'm Jim Carrey. Yeah, bring up that Jim Carrey video. It's yeah, it a funny video Do you want me to get it? I put it in the chat Jimmy Carey? Oh, okay, and the other one What other one? Oh, uh Oh The gashamari I think yeah. the acid's done Kicked in
2: <laughs> Did you know there was Another other one? Uh, don't... <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I don't Well, I was looking Where I put the cure For you Yeah And, uh
2: Oh, oh, it's in the it's in the secret one that our listeners have no, no access to. I don't want them in there. Don't want, Wait, I don't know what I'm
3: talking about.
2: I don't I, they, they don't want to see that video. Honestly, oh, was, yeah. you sent, you made me watch that video. Yeah. And I I just didn't want to see it. What? Well, uh, I am looking hey at Jim. Jim
4: Carrey. Yes. What? I've covered a lot of fashion weeks. This is the first time I've run in to Jim Carrey. Wait. Tell me, is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up?
0: No, 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 I'm I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I uh, I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could fu- come to and join. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and here I am.
4: They're celebrating- I mean, you gotta
0: admit, it's completely meaningless.
4: Well, they say they're celebrating icons inside. the you icons. In icons?
0: Boy, that is just the absolute lowest Aiming, you know, <laughs> possibility that we could come up with, with like icons. What you, do you believe in icons? I don't I believe be- in personalities. I don't believe that you exist, but there is a, a <laughs> wonderful
4: fragrance in there. You don't believe certain icons have the power to make change, to think differently, to be oh, bold, Oh, she's to getting old with others, them Artist street? You're one of them.
1: On the good foot!
0: Ha! <laughs> yeah. You shut her down now!
3: Oh my god, dude. This is so fucking funny. (laughs) uh,
0: I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality. Beyond invention and disguise. Beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper than that. She's pissed. The girl's pissed. And, uh, I don't care. But,
4: Jim, you got really dressed up for the occasion. You look good.
0: No, is I that didn't an accident? I didn't get dressed no, up. Who did? There he looks good. There's no me. There's no you. No. We're not here. This is a dream. It's just things happening. And there are clusters of tetrahedrons moving around together. Okay.
3: Oh, he's tripping. So what's
0: happening in our world right now? Because there is
4: a lot of news that actually is relevant that's not that Here's uplifting.
0: She looks world, stoned. None Rest of this the is nope. Nope. So you're just passing We don't through. matter. We don't matter. Oh, wow. What is the good news? Okay.
3: <sighs> oh. There's the good news. We don't matter. There's the good news.
2: It's like that song by uh, Lincoln Park. Nothing really matters.
3: That was so he sought that out. He went and he goes. Oh, there's a camera. I I want to jump on
2: there. Well, he he's he did basically the same bit you're doing, except in live live action, right? Uh,
3: what am i doing uh
2: i'm so tired of these stupid um uh award show type of people doing this award show type of thing i and
3: loved it i loved every minute of it
2: yeah yeah that was, he was agonizing right he was right on message right that's yeah. what we're going for yeah
3: and the girl the look on her face she was just she was mortified like <gasps> like I can't... Dude, it was like she was hit in the face with a shotgun. Like, ah, Jim Carrey's blasting me! Telling telling her that, like, yeah, everything you've worked for, and, like, you got to this moment, and you're interviewing Jim Carrey, yeah, this is... I came here specifically because this is nothing to me. <laughs> it's meaningless. It's just
2: super you know, hostile to them. <laughs>
3: Dude, I loved it. He was like, uh, smiling, just, just grinning through the whole fucking thing, laying it down. And, and at one point he was yelling. He did that yell. That was beautiful. That was really nicely done. And people said he was bottoming out, but I think he was, he was just hitting new heights. That was a
2: great heights. comedy routine, right? Yeah.
3: That was, yeah, it was. That was beautiful. Only he, Jim he... Carrey could do that.
2: Listen, when you play the part of Andy Kaufman, I think he might have taken it to the next level. Now, that's that's a good point because
3: Jim Carrey does some profoundly odd shit, and uh, but he's, he's playing he's still,
2: the heel for our spiritual
3: awakening, right? We're we're pivoting on uh, Jim Carrey <laughs> into new heights. We're gonna we're gonna really slap our knees raw. Uh, once, uh, once we reach that new
2: plateau with Jim Carrey,
3: does he have any movies coming out?
2: Oh, I, d- I don't think so. Oh no, I, you know, uh, uh, he's doing, uh, he's doing the new uh, Ace Ventura. Did you know that?
3: Uh, I'm, I did not know that they were making a new one.
2: Oh yeah. This time Ace Ventura becomes a spiritual master of uh, you know in the, in the just like a, it's kind of yeah. autobiographical here. He has fairly. to ascend, uh huh,
3: because Ace Ventura one he was just a delivery guy or something or he was pretending to be, but he was a pet detective, mm-hmm. the lowest of the low, right, wearing those uh, UPS Browns, and and then Ace Ventura two comes along, right. Now he's doing more important missions. He's ranked up. He's in a helicopter being shoveled around. And at one point he does seek enlightenment. He goes to the temple and chants. And through chanting, he learns that he has to go, uh, that there's a great white bat that shits the great white guano.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, now in the third movie, he's now that he's an ascended master, he has to um, convert the whole world to his religion, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, people will love animals better. That's the whole point, right? Treat animals right. Peter to the bitter end. Peter's going to have a problem with it. Why has it got to be a pet detective? Why can't he just be a regular detective that happens to protect pets too? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well... They get I mean, offended. it's man. not like he, I think he could use his pet protect his pet detective skills in many different cases. Yeah, I am. Prefers tr- to do ones that. Yeah. You know, protect animals because he's just that kind of guy. He is.
3: Uh, he's just that kind of guy, man. He just loves animals. He protects them, and uh, he would flip a car and roll it, but land it perfectly in the parking space, like a glove. Like a glove, and uh, he crawled out of
2: that uh, robot rhinoceros's ass no, that was his second birth when he you know got his powers and
3: he he could undergo many rebirths in the next film
2: yeah, hundreds even
3: in a cascading flow of rebirth, we could see uh the many layers peeled away. From Jim Carrey His every iteration of Pet Detective Was just uh, another mask <laughs> Jimmy Carrey We hardly knew ye He's on some other shit now I'm excited about the new Pet Detective That's gonna be great
2: Right? I hope Oh, too bad I made it up Oh, okay totally bullshit Well,
3: maybe they shouldn't, right? Because they fucked up the new Dumb and Dumber so maybe uh, maybe I they should. I cool thought it was up. all right. I thought it was all right. All right.
2: Yeah, it was all right.
3: what Gavin McKennis liked it.
2: No, that's not what I was saying. Jamie Joe Corn loved it. That's not what I meant. Um, but uh, no. Oh,
3: well, Bobby Salazar loved
2: it. it Who's is that? The UFO guy? Who's Bob Salazar? <laughs> A uh, hey, uh, Jose
3: Escamilla loved it.
2: The hell that?
3: Loved it. Was he not the guy who said that there was bases on the backside of the moon? I don't know. He was a uh, he was a good old boy. You know, he made documentaries for um, the kind of people who are too crazy to follow Alex Jones. Did you ever see the the chilling photographs of the? The bases on the other side of the moon, the alien worlds?
2: No, I'd like to see it. I'm dying to see it, actually, now that you mention it. Okay. It's the only thing I want to see right now. All
3: right, I'll pull it up for you. Let's see. uh, Moon base, dark side of the moon. Chilling. (laughs) Yeah, you'll see
2: It's like, I know about the chill space station spot, but this chilling moon base...
3: The the chill station was, uh, was a module that NASA put up for the astronauts to fuck around in. They would get high and play video games and whatever. But yeah, there's... Okay, so Alien City on Moon. Yeah, here it is. I found it. I will post this in the Forbidden Chat where the listeners can look at it. And beat their chests over it like apes that have just discovered new truths. This uh this is not an artist rendition. The the this is photographic evidence of the fucking cities on the dark side of the moon. Seen here first at the Internet Chronicle.
2: How did they not find this already?
3: They did. They found it. This is it.
2: Oh I mean when did they Okay, who found this?
3: Well, here, I'll show you the website where it comes from. A very trustworthy-looking website called ufos declosureblogspotcom This is some Web 1.0 shit here. But yeah, here's the secret video
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> holy shit, of, dude, the uh, colors and everything.
3: Alien City on the Moon from the Apollo mission. So the Apollo mission saw this in 1976. And here, here's a comment unknown in 2016 said I'm 57 years old I have believed all my life without any contact or personal hard evidence that we are not alone I want to see or be told of that before I die what will it take that's a fair that's a fair statement I think we're all gonna die without confirmation of that because that's you know when you're talking about stellar timelines a a lifetime is, is just not enough time for shit to yeah, happen. I'm on
2: this website, and I found uh, a tab that says QAnon, this uh, UFO's disclosure, and we've got a... Uh, there you go. We've got some, uh, what do you call that, like exploding text? Oh, they do have text. a QAnon. And it says freedom and liberty for the world. This is like Web 1.0, but it's but up it's to QAnon, date. yeah. But it's it's new and information. It says, this, looks like one, and, um, this looks like elf we wax. We go all, and this looks like elf And they've got indictments and QAnon posts, everything linked together. Oh look, in a Twitter account, True Eye the Spy, forty-seven thousand followers. This is a big big deal. Follow Q. Trust Q plus. Oh, we should create Q plus plus. Do you think uh, we could get away with it? No. You
3: think the Q army would hunt us down? Yeah, dude, we'd be ruined. They would ruin us. They would come for us, and they would they would saw off our heads in the middle of the night. The Q. You don't mess with the Q army. Tell the listeners. No, you
2: know who's joined the Q army is Mussolini's granddaughter.
3: Oh yeah, she was. She was fighting with Jim Carrey earlier. That's right.
2: It all comes around to Mussolini. And Jim Carrey's grandchildren are still fighting for fascism to this day. Could you believe it? What little Jimmy Carrey? I can't believe it.
3: Uh, you you can't believe.
2: What? That little Mussolini grew up to fight with Jim Carrey.
3: Uh, Jumping Jim Carrey. Yeah, well, this is the granddaughter. I mean, you know, so what? She has a Twitter account. And she gets involved in politics. Her whole claim to fame is that she is Mussolini's granddaughter. She has nothing to do with him.
2: Well, she tweets <coughs> her fascist uh, politics all the time.
3: But Big surprise that Mussolini's granddaughter would continue in their tradition of fascism.:
2: Well, what you saw what John uh, Joe Kerry, old jo- John Kerry Joe John Kerry posted about that uh, latest cartoon, you know, the Mussolini hanging from the Ooh yeah, hanging upside down. I saw that it was a graphic cartoon. Well, it was on a Kathy Griffin type of level.
3: It was... Uh, ooh, Do you think it would trigger people to run into a building with AK-47s?
2: Uh, I think it would trigger... Th- speaking of triggering, did you see um, the deposition video of... Um, what's his face? Good old uh, Alex Jones. When did it happen? When did uh, when that did this come I up?
3: think that dropped the other day. Just the other day. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it now. Is it two hours long?
2: That's right. Jeez. It might be four hours longer, but I watched the whole thing.
3: Yeah, it is. It's part one and part two. Oh, my God. So this 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 is like He's basically the, worst the same liar. day.
2: He's just a terrible
3: liar. He lies in the deposition?
2: Yeah, dude. Phone off, I don't have one. Yeah, we, we, we're not going to get anything good just by jumping around though
3: Uh, i want to jump around and just hear his tone frog was a white supremacist and that made peppy the frog a white supremacist Mm because she had a lot of power at that point in the news and so and so i've been trying to say particularly
0: you know hey it's not my identity and i believe it
3: okay we're not getting into all that thanks alex appreciate the deposition thanks for coming in and talking to us um Maybe you can ramble some more crazy shit at someone else for a while. I think we've all heard enough. Joe Rogan went on Alex Jones' podcast, and it was such a big deal because he had done a friendly because he was supposed to as a friend or something. Right. Wow, he's a good friend. He went on the show like he said he would. What a good friend. But it was odd because Joe was, like, kind of touching his cell phone. He had his cell phone out on the table, and he was, like, silencing it. He would You could see his, him break contact with Alex Jones to go to his phone and silence the phone, and then it w- it went to his Apple Watch, so he looked down at his Apple Watch and switched it off there, too. Just, you know, paying no attention to the guy and giving, uh, you know it was kind of weak fun conversation odd It's all really odd so when are you going on infowars oh and they're doing newswars.com now
2: that's the, What's change, the difference i noticed it's a big difference uh, i don't
3: know we... i haven't checked let's check it out now newswars.com
2: it's probably where they f- focus on the fake news
3: making america free again it looks like the onion
2: but it's and it's old looking
3: too. It looks like an old guy newspaper blog. Clean,
2: you know. It, it looks sounds like they might have gone backwards a little bit here.
3: World exclusive Trump plans to prosecute hundreds of deep staters in 2019. This is their top story. President Trump is preparing to exact justice upon the deep state actors who propagated the Russia collusion hoax and tried to overthrow a duly elected president. In a silent (laughs) it, Dude, they're doing Chronicle.su It looks like The Onion And they're they're doing what we do better
2: But they're doing it for real, I guess Except for they're not getting laughs It's not gag
0: And after three years of lies And smears And slander The Russia hoax Is finally dead
3: (laughs) They've got little clips like this around the site. This is hilarious. They're they're just uh, peppered in here. What a great website, man. What else they got? Trump's a badass, isn't he?
0: Bring down the cost of healthcare and prescription drugs, which we're doing incredibly. Help us fix our broken.
2: (laughs) Why? just the lies oh yeah it's weird right
3: we like we we had to create newswars.com uh, to create you know to create lies better is that is that what we're doing here
0: in trade deals which are coming along really well we have our team right now in china they just arrived that i've ever seen
2: okay we've heard enough from the
3: yeah,
0: I don't supreme to, leader that,
2: that's hurting me just the tone of voice. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he brings a, a unwanted energy to the program. Uh, they've written about the Southern Poverty Law Center here, urging teachers to lecture first graders about microaggressions, structural racism. That's interesting that they talk about microaggressions to little kids. Hey, don't you microaggress him, Jeremy? Susie, was Jeremy microaggressing you? What is this story? What is this doing in my okay? Um oh the writing here is really awful. It's uh actually no, what I'm what I'm realize it's awful in content, but the the structure and everything is here. This is like an actual news story. Uh anyway. Props to the fucking uh propagandist over at News Wars. Doing it right. This just goes to show if you pour enough money into something like that, you know. You can really uh We can really cook up some propaganda, dude. Let's read their science section. (laughs) What what do they deny? Physicists constrain dark matter. Scientists begin teaching AI robots to evolve and reproduce. Uh, Alleged site of Sodom has longest salt cave in the world. Oh, that's where the pillar came from. That's where the pillar of salt came from. That was, when, uh, that was back when if you turned and looked at it, you would be turned into a pillar of salt. If you ever turn and look at the Chronicle, you could be turned into other kinds of seasonings. So don't you ever turn back and look over your shoulder at us. Because <coughs> we will be watching you and, wait, and waiting for you to show a little weakness. And yeah, if you look at if you look at me and I see you looking at me, it's going to trigger my instinct to chase. And we will come after you on this program live. I will bring my voice recorder and I'll have it running while I'm chasing you. And you can hear me breathing while I'm, tra- <laughs> while I'm tracking you through the city or wherever you happen to be. So don't, don't microaggress us at chronicle.su. You can microaggress Kilgore At twitter.com slash Kilgore Or um, you can try it At HateSec Have you ever been Microaggressed, Billy? Yeah What's it feel like?
2: It feels terrible You don't want to be microaggressed You don't want to be Macroaggressed either, of course But uh, it's kind of obvious, right?
3: It hurts the soul
2: yeah, it hurts.
3: Because uh, because why? Because it, it makes you feel small?
2: Yeah, that's what it is.
3: What is microaggression? It's when you make a subtle little thing, a little subtle dig at somebody, right? On the basis
2: of their uh, race, right?
3: I don't know. Like, oh, uh, like you people. Or their sex or whatever, yeah. It, it's a you people kind of thing.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a social justice type of thing. Uh,
3: microaggression is calling out is uh, a micro. <laughs> you would might a microaggression. What would an example of that be? Like the teacher talking to a student um, and like making an assumption about their race and like saying something. Like the kid is like, uh, you know, sorry you know, my dad was uh, late bringing me to school and the teacher says, like, well, you know, that's okay. It's it's good that you have a dad because the kid is black and she's trying to make a s- statement about black fathers being absent. Would that be a right, microaggression? Right. Yeah, I think that would. Or would that be a macroaggression? Because that seems like she, she's really talking that shit. Kind of,
2: that is kind of a macroaggression. I, I think I'd agree with that. So what would a microaggression be? Like even micro, it's even smaller than that. Subtle.
3: Yeah, it would be really subtle. Like the way uh, people's eyes will move. I've seen, like when I've when I've done some embarrassing white boy shit, I've seen black people meet eyes, in the room, and and almost make this like unspoken agreement. Like yeah, where we would normally fucking rag on somebody, we're not even gonna do that to this guy because he, he can't handle it, was like the feeling that I got from them. And if, if it wasn't <laughs> sympathy, right, then it would be microaggression because they're doing these subtle things that if it didn't amount to sympathy, it could it could be an aggressive situation, right? Because that would be a microaggression, right? Because it's a subtle thing that you would notice.
2: Yeah.
3: I guess. Are you microaggressing me right now? Hell no. You better not be.
2: And uh, I think you might be microaggressing on the uh, very concept of microaggression.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I am sort of undermining its, the seriousness of it. Yeah. I got to be careful not to do that. Or um, these microaggressions could just erode the fabric of our society.
2: It seems to be what's already happening,
3: but uh, I was trying to say earlier that we're good people uh, that we don't we don't run a show like Alex Jones where we don't you better
2: bust it sounds like you're about to bust out a taco salad well um,
3: I don't, I'm not sure what that means but I'm just trying to say is we <laughs> don't we just want to run a good clean show here. We're not trying to you know we don't want to hurt nobody. We just want to make a good radio program that, that, yes, it's for the people, of the people, by the people, for the fucking people, but it ain't got nothing to do with you. We're in control here. This is this is our program, and don't you ever fucking come near us with your microaggressions. I'm watching you. I took my TerraMax, and I'm keenly aware of the microaggressions that are settling in around me I can sense it from every fucking listener here that's your
2: paranoid southerner
3: that's uh, my, my good old lady oh oh. <laughs> she tends the the bean crops and uh, oh and she's paranoid but but uh, I took my teramax too for real and if the microaggressions don't stop, I will lash out at everyone listening. I'm watching nope. the chat for
0: microaggressions.
3: <laughs> for anything. I will interpret anything that comes through that chat room right now as a microaggression. Because I took my TeraMax. TeraMax Bill, is a total game changer. These easy-to-use packets, you just mix it in to a bottle of water. It comes with a warning. However, it's very strong. It lasts up to 14 hours. Okay, the product is called Terror Max because it takes you to maximum terror. Okay, take half a pack on your first time because, folks, this drug is a game changer. Terror Max, what has it done for you? It's everything. Puts a little money in our pockets, doesn't it? Puts a little, uh... Somebody said boop in the chat. That's a microaggression. I, and dude, for the last hour and 45 minutes, I felt these microaggressions creeping up my spine uh, because I took my Terramax. It's just, it's a good product. It will make you feel better. If, and it, and it'll help you make rich, um, life enhancing choices. It helped me, and it'll help you, Kilgore, if you just stick with the kill core what he likes to do is he'll take a bunch at one time thinking like oh and then i don't have to take it next week because i took it all this week but no you've got to even if you took more than you're supposed to you still have to keep taking it it's you know it's the only way that you're going to get better
2: yeah you're you're hooked you got to take the the good stuff, and they keep coming out with more and more potent versions. Every time we do a podcast, it seems like there's this new terror max that's you know better than ever, and you know we all know Doctor Doctor is just inventing new methods because it's wearing off for him.
3: Yeah, I think uh, he he won't be satisfied until every pore and cell in his body is somehow affected by. Terror Max it, it, It's all Encompassing with him I Have you seen the way He stays hunched over in the lab Where he's been working on it When he gets up from, from His chair he doesn't even Straighten up anymore He's just a gnarled up Twisted up Paranoid husk of a man Chipping away At this Terror Max
2: My that's the That's not at all the dr. troubadour I know he he wakes up in the morning takes one big dose of TerraMax, the newest formulations and the quickest absorbing that he's come up with yet and he is zip in around the laboratory doing everything
3: doing it all left jerky. and right
2: yeah <laughs> well I mean there it may be a little jerky, but he's, like, um, he's got it under control, right? All oh, lanky. He jerks, like, right where he needs to. He's uh just
3: the, the lifestyle. How does it not catch up with him? He still looks 25.
2: He never ages. He's got the key to that, too.
3: He No, that's something that uh, they, they come down every, every so often barking for. You been working on that? Immortality cure! And he says, No, Raleigh. No, I'm still working on it. And Raleigh goes back up. Meanwhile, Troubadour's down there sniffing it, putting this uh, terror fluid through his veins. What is he taking that, that we don't have access to? Like, what does he need?
2: Adrenochrone. That's that, his big thing. That's his next level shit. Yeah.
3: Just pure adrenaline, gnaws on a little adrenaline gland.
2: Yep, has to be from a child, fifteen or you under. Well, good for him. And uh, there are children who they go take to the pizza. That's you know how they do this. You ever heard of foie gras? They uh, traffic the children around. It. Well, what they do is they take the children to Comet Pizza's basement, and you've always heard that they torture kids there, but you don't know what they really do. They feed the kids pizza in a gavage, like through a tube so that it fattens up their adrenal gland to the maximum potency. Do they stay up all and night that, watching
3: movies, like Back to the Future?
2: Uh-huh, and then they they make pizza smoothies and force it down their throats until they're, like, you know, dying of obesity, basically. Well, that sounds like fun. And
3: is, then they, Is that a fun well, time
2: for everyone? That sounds like it would be good. Uh, we could take the kids out. It's fun for the elites, because it gives them... Their uh, powers To eat that fattened up adrenal gland
3: We could take the dogs out And uh, and let them run Out there where they're chewing on Adrenaline glands That'd be a good place to Play with the dogs man Everybody could They could run around barking Scooting their asses around on the grass Fucking uh, You know Eating Eating their own Vomit. Dogs are so great. Licking their balls. Yeah. And then coming and licking your face. Licking all over your face. After they just lick their balls. They, yeah,
2: well... That's what you're afraid of. I, it's a real terrifying thing. Their dog ball sack. You know, you could get ball sack off of it.
3: Actually, a dog's balls are probably pretty clean because he can reach them. Like... He is licking them all the time.
2: Supposedly, his saliva itself is sanitizing. When he licks his balls,
3: I mean, he might as well be licking uh, his elbow. That's how clean he keeps it. Yeah, that nut sack is.
2: But that's not all he licks. What happens is when he licks his own, his own ass, and and then you get a bunch of parasites on his tongue. I am. Uh... Hey, so collusion or no collusion? Uh, I'm leaning toward
3: collusion I'm feeling it too And yet, uh, Bobby Muller recommends no further charges, Your Honor We're done here The indictments have all happened Or they, uh, or they're not going to Or, um, do they get him when he gets out? That would be weird, right? Imprison an old man
2: Yeah, that would be strange
3: Like they do the, the Nazis they still find an uh, old guy every so often and they'll imprison him.
2: Yeah, that would be a good art chronicle story. World's oldest Nazi tried and tried for uh, Holocaust crimes. Oh, and yeah. and uh, the old right would show up at his uh, trial to uh, protest on his support. The Holocaust was r- right and they'll have signs and stuff. they
3: will try to say it was so long ago. It didn't happen, but it was so long ago. And, and even if it did... It was good that it happened.
2: Yeah, they would say he was innocent. He's innocent.
3: Six million, six hundred. It was bad either way, but this man is innocent. I told the story on the show of uh, Jamie Cochran breaking me down slowly over time, trying to uh, win me over on just the general concept of Weave. Because I was like, I don't know about him. You know, uh, he thinking he must be cool because uh he's your friend and everything i just don't know about him she's like yeah yeah he's good because you know if she um uh, she would stand by her friends and if she thought her friend was cool she would vouch for him so i'm like all right whatever and finally i think i said something publicly to the tune of uh you know just uh, defending him or something and then um the very next day there's the picture of him with his uh, shirt pulled up, big black fucking swastika tattooed on his chest. I mean, it was such a thick, large tattoo that it was, like, shiny. You could see where the light was reflecting off of it. Like, that's a motherfucker of a tattoo you got there. Homeboy. And it was the very next day. You know? So,
2: what the fuck? She broke you down. Yeah. Forced you. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And I finally came around to admitting that, uh, you know, some guy could be all right. Then it turns out he's a Nazi. It sucks, um, bro. But, you know, what was kind of what, what was cool about their friendship was that as everybody pulled away from Weave, you know, the, we were all right to pull away from Weave. But uh, he lost a lot of friends and, and he had nobody close to him except she remained his friend forever. Like as everybody pulled away um, She stood by him And remained a friend to him That's nice Cause he, you know even if he is a motherfucker Right He's still a person He should have friendship Jamie was cool to do that I'm so sick of this newswars.com
2: Website Are you, are you looking through newswars.com yeah,
3: I'd rather read about the UFOs on the,
2: on the moon I think this news wars is over this particular battle of the news war must also come to a close. So,
3: what's going on with this Alex Jones deposition? Why, why is there now a, a video of dep- deposition? When was this taped?
2: This was a Sandy Hook thing that was recently came out public. I don't know when it was oh, okay. taped. Recently, within the past year or two. Oh,
3: all right. But not yesterday or whenever.
2: It could have been. I don't know for sure, though. Because, man. I somehow doubt it. I can't believe Alex Jones has
3: anything left at this point. After all of his spin-outs and stuff going south, here he is, still, still kicking. Still fucking making videos with Joe Rogan and stuff. How does he do it? The guy is looking unhealthy. Bags under his eyes. All bloated and swollen up. You can see his tits. In this deposition,
2: yeah, <laughs> you can see that anytime. He's just taking too much super male vitality, obviously.
3: That silver lung is puffing him up, man. He should try this Terramax and shake it up in a bottle. It's a game changer. And his uh, his drawl now, it's getting worse. Like I, I, I've heard people get on pain pills and they start to get on this gravelly drawl that he now has. Where it's like a slur and Oh
2: right, yeah, yeah
3: Just ever so It's subtle, you know, but it's there And, uh, and I, I see that in him now and, uh, and he's slower And, you know, I think it's happening I think the dude is on a drug spin out He could sue us for saying that, right? But this is internetchronicle.su And uh, this is a news war after all <laughs> So uh this paranoid drug spin out I can relate to that you know it's relatable How do you feel about a paranoid drug spin out if I was to have one right now what would you do how would you help me
2: and console the listeners
3: uh I don't know
2: probably wouldn't do anything would you play a video game yeah, probably would just uh, let's play with some Counter Strike. Yeah, that'd be cool.
3: Play some uh, clickonheads.com dot Do you have to work tomorrow? Yeah. the uh, The world doesn't stop for us or a podcast or anything. It just keeps on rolling, and this podcast is about to roll on. Home to Daddy on uh, on Radio. Hay. Hey, we covered some important stuff though, didn't we?
2: This was a fine show.
3: This was a uh, we were in rare form, and uh, I'm still coming up. And I'm looking at Alex Jones and his beautiful tits,
2: and I'm feeling yeah, all right. Yeah, the show really went off the rails for that part. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the tits. Yeah, they they're, start, yeah. They're, they're just bouncing us off the rails. No, I hate,
2: I hate the listeners and they can fuck themselves, but I really don't think even the even they deserve to hear this description of Alex Jones' physical presence.
3: They look Deteriorating
2: like a, physical presence.
3: Actually, now that I look at him, his he's wearing this green shirt, right? it's and you can see his arms because the shirt's kind of small, kind of gay. And uh and I can and like I said before you can see his tits through the shirt. Right? So it creates this shape of like eyes. It almost looks like a frog, like a frog's face.
2: The way like his, his body is pep turning into pepe. Yes, that's what he's trying to suggest. Yeah. He's doing a rare pepe right here on his deposition because he knew it would
3: leak and people would see it this is some next-level shit on Alex Jones' part this is QAnon in action I didn't think we would see this live on the air much you know I didn't think we'd see it ever in person much less on the radio show but but it's happening right here in front of us you, you heard it here first uh... Alex Jones's general body is, is becoming a Rare Pepe morph Before us on the show I've never seen this before On The Internet Chronicle I'm hate-sec You're right, dude They didn't deserve that
2: I'm sorry Well, you actually went somewhere With it that time That was That wasn't bad You took it somewhere good
3: um, The listeners Can can take it And, and shove it Somewhere good Themselves Because this Program is over. I'm Hates. Thank you, Kilgore. And all you, get the fuck out of here and go fuck yourselves. This is the chronicle.su. <laughs>